Hello and welcome back to the Preacher's Corner. I'm back. This is Lady Fanita, the co-host, and I am honored to come back with part two, talking about prayer. Those of you that know me know that prayer is a very um, passion, a very big passion of mine, um, instilled by my mom. So today we're going to talk about what is prayer. For those of you that missed yesterday's topic, um, we talked about laying the foundations of prayer and why prayer was important. Um, I think it's always um, important for us to know um, why we do the things that we do. We should always have a reason and a purpose behind what we do. And the reason for prayer is for us to gain that intimate, personal um, and transform a relationship with God the Father to understand who He is to us and who we are to Him. So today we're going to talk about what is prayer. And I think that it's really important that we understand the concept and dynamics of prayer um, before we can actually go to God in prayer. So it is absolutely necessary for us to grasp the gravity, the value, and the mandate to pray. Because whether you believe it or not, we have been mandated by God to pray. Um, not just because Jesus taught the disciples how to pray, but then the Bible also says that man ought to always pray and not faint. That if we pray, we'll gain strength. And so the first order of things to define the practice of prayer and the role of prayer in our lives um, is the one billion question, the one million dollar question. And that is what is prayer? I think so many people are confused when it comes to prayer. And so we're going to talk about it today. We know that there are a lot of spiritual people um, that have times of prayer. We don't want to be like those people. And I'm not talking about setting aside a certain time to go before God with prayer. But I'm talking about those people that only pray um, when it's beneficial for them. There are times of prayer, that, but they have no consistent and disciplined prayer life. Um, for these folks, they pray in the time of trouble. They pray um, when there's lack. They pray when they're sick. They pray um, when something happens in their family or if they lose a loved one, then they uh, want to go to God in prayer. We don't want to have that type of prayer life. We want to be in a place with God where God knows who we are before we even open up our mouth, that we have a relationship so intimate and so personal with God that um, even if we don't know the words to say that the Holy Ghost will make that intercession on our behalf um, when going to God in prayer. Um, other people, they are too busy to pray. They pray on the fly. They pray when they get in the car. They pray, um, you know, over their food. We don't want to um, have that type of prayer life. Those are wrong ways to approach God in prayer. But prayer is the foundation for building an intimate relationship with God. It's having communion with God, with both the Father and the Son. Um, prayer is not just an expression of intellect, you know, just saying a bunch of words or saying things that you've heard people say. Those are personal prayers that people pray aloud, but nothing that you should take ownership of and make a part of your prayer. Prayer is very very personal 
And it has everything to do with the relationship, um, the knowledge that you have behind the God you serve. So rather than um, prayer just being an engagement of uh, the intellect, the mind and the spirit, uh, prayer is actually um, communicating uh, what the spirit man is relating to the spirit of God. Prayer is deep and I don't think people understand it um, in its fullness, but prayer is so deep that you have to look at it like the intellect that you carry, your mind, the spirit man inside of you is communicating with the spirit of God in prayer. Prayer is deep. And a lot of people don't view prayer in that aspect. Um, There are times when it is just a spirit man communicating with the spirit of God. But our minds may not understand it, but it's the spirit that is being enlarged by what we receive from God's spirit through prayer. So um, the book of Corinthians uh, first Corinthians 14 and 15 says, for we pray with the spirit and with the understanding. Also, we want to pray with the understanding and with the spirit of God. We want to make sure that during prayer that we get everything it is that God is trying to communicate back to us. As I said on yesterday, prayer is communication, which is dialogue between two people, not just you doing all the talking and God listening, but then God wants you to be quiet and listen for him prayer is also communication Um, it's the life-changing consequence of fervent and effectual prayer that will bring about these results on this um, I have scriptorial support James 5 and 16 says the effectual fervent prayers of a righteous righteous man avail it much now let's look at that word effectual that's in the Greek um, in the Greek is the verb energio energio um, and it means to put forth power to be operative to be at work it can also be interpreted to mean yielding results the word fervent is from the Greek verb zeo which means to be hot to boil with heat the word righteous is a legal term in the Greek it means to be in good or right standing a person who is a law abiding citizen is a person who by the law term of the law the legal term of the law would be considered righteous the word avail means to help or benefit so the combination of these words then yield this interpretation that the prayer that you pray to God will benefit much when it is put forth with power or made operative with hot or intense zeal. But we must also be in right standing. Lord have mercy. We have to be in right standing or right relationship with the father. You cannot go to God in prayer any kind of way. You have to be in right standing with God. And a lot of people will disagree with that. But y'all heard me break down the scripture and break down the, the definitions. You have to be in right standing in order for your prayers to avail much. Lord have mercy. 
Uh, prayer is intimate and personal communication with God. Communication is the building block of human relationships and interaction on any level, whether it's professional, platonic, or intimate. We Communication rules the nation. We've heard that all of our life. You have to communicate. So the word for communication in Greek um, is neo means to come into communion or fellowship with, to become a sharer or made a partner. Therefore, communication can be defined as the sharing of oneself and intention by the way of action or vocalization. Communication also connotes connection. Lord have mercy. I can't hardly contain myself because when you think about the fact that God has given us the right to come to him in prayer, you know, back in the day, they had to go before a priest and the priest would go before God. But when, when the Lord died for our sins, he, the, the veil was torn and now we can go to God on our own. And it says, all we're doing is becoming a sharer. We have been made a partner with God through prayer, communicating and sharing oneself and our intent, our intention by way of connection with God. I'm so thankful for the connection that God has rewarded me. Uh, but unfortunately, it's a lot of believers um, that think that their prayers are unidirectional. And I'm going to tell you what that means, because a lot of times when we um, when we pray, it, it it's like uh, it's possible for our communication to occur in only one direction which I mentioned earlier uh, talking about us talking and God listening but no response um, in this case it is a unidirectional connection when it occurs in both directions it is bi-directional connections but a lot of people feel like their prayers are unidirectional in most of these cases communication is a form is from them to God, telling him all about their problems, their their flaws, their heart's desires, what they want, their wishes, and all of that. And they fail to allow God to return the communication where he can speak peace and speak life back into us. We fail to give God that opportunity. So a lot of time, uh, we get up before he's able to impart wisdom and, and bring us into greater understa- understanding and reveal his plan for our lives. So a lot of times we get off of our knees in prayer and we're still empty or we're still wondering what is our purpose? What is God plan for? What is his plans for our life when he wanted to share them in prayer, but we were in a hurry. We didn't give him the opportunity to express what he required of us in prayer. So, In going to God, we must first know who it is that we are approaching and what his relationship is to us and where it is that we are meeting him. (laughs) So that's why those when they asked the disciples kind of piggybacking off of yesterday, when the disciples asked to be taught how to pray, the first thing that came out was our father, which are in heaven, letting him know, I understand your power. When they say who are in heaven, this. This is us proclaiming that we understand that he resides in a place of power, authority, and might. So this reinforces up to us what his abilities are.
are, what caliber person he is, and who we are about to share ourselves with. Good God Almighty. A God who sits high, but he looks low. One who already has the answers. Heard your prayer before you ever even prayed it. And even though it's delayed, doesn't mean that it's denied. Sometimes you got to learn how to wait on God, even after prayer. So this protocol that we follow in approaching God simply states that we should approach him in a certain state of consciousness. Lord, have mercy, knowing who the father is, knowing who God is to us, what he's capable of giving us and implanting and imparting on the inside of us just through prayer. See, the extent or the degree of sharing oneself or things with another is predicated on the nature of the relationship. That's how that goes. What you share with somebody, like my intimacy with my husband is predicated on the knowledge that we have from our past experiences during intimacy. I'm in love with this man. I know how he makes me feel. I know what he's capable of doing for me. And to this same extent or degree of sharing yourself with God is predicated on the nature of the relationship you have and the level of security that you have in that person or access that that one allows in the life of the other. See, there is no way you can get on the on your face and cry out and pray to a God that you cannot see if you haven't experienced true relationship, true intimacy on a personal level with God. There is no way that somebody can tell you that God has made a way or been a way maker if he hasn't done it for that person. You can only speak about God through experience. Being that you cannot see him or touch him with your physical eye or hand. Good God Almighty. So in this realm of human affairs and interaction, communication does not only initiate relationships, but it also is also needed to build and sustain it. Communication builds and sustains relationships. So the level of access that you give God in your life determines the level of influence that he can have with you. Lord, I'm going to say that again because this helped me, y'all. The level of access that you give God in your life determines the level of influence that he can have with you. So if God don't have any access to your life, the level that you have given him, what part, how much access have you given God? Because that'll tell me by the level of influence that he has on you. James 4 and 8 says it like this. If we draw nigh to God, he will in turn draw nigh to you. This tells us then that the depth or the degree to which we openly share ourselves with God will determine the level of intimacy that we experience in our communication with him. This understanding alone should underscore, reinforce, and drive home the important role of communication with God. Lord, have mercy. When you know who God is to you, you will understand what prayer is for you. Amen. I hope that you were blessed today. I just wanted to give my little insight on what 
prayer really is. Prayer is, first of all, communication. Prayer is also intimate. And we'll pick up on another day about intimacy with God. I hope you were blessed. Please make sure you follow us at The Preacher's Corner on our YouTube page, our Spotify, and follow us on Facebook. Like this video and leave a review if you were blessed. God bless you and have a great day. This is an in-house production.